Hey there, welcome to the Life Organized Podcast, where you can learn how to organize your life so you can focus on the things that matter most. I'm your host, Jenny Layton, and today you are listening to episode number 24, when swimsuit season is around the corner. Okay, I want you to know how much I've deliberated over whether or not I should even touch this subject. It's so emotionally charged. And besides that, I'm a professional organizer and a coach, so I don't know, do I even have any right to a public opinion on swimsuit season and, you know, getting ready for that? And should what I think even matter when it comes to this topic? I really prefer to leave these kind of things to the body image experts and the health coaches and the health professionals. And even more importantly, the last thing I want to imply is that I think you should have to do anything to prepare for swimsuit season. I don't love that cultural expectation. And the happy gal, life organized, we're not a get your summer bod kind of business. Those are two really good reasons to not touch this subject with a 10-foot pole. But there's one really good reason to talk about it. And that's because I know the way it impacts my clients. And I know the way it impacts me, like it or not, when you're not 18 anymore, maybe you've had a kid or two, the idea of peeling off the leggings and the jeans and the sweaters and the joggers and walking around with more skin showing can be a little unappealing. And it could be mortifying or anywhere in between. It's not a really comfortable subject. And it's one we kind of prefer to just ignore and not talk about it. And then bam, it's summer and it's time. And I think we do ourselves a disservice when we just ignore something that feels a little cluttery. Now, maybe this isn't you. Maybe you're just as excited today about putting on shorts as you were when you were a kid and you kind of had that first warm summer day and you just couldn't wait, couldn't wait to go swimming and put on your new swimsuit. And if that's you, um, we need to hear from you. So let us know, you know, how that's feeling, how that's working, just so if it's effortless for you or if it takes a little bit of work. I think we can get there. I get there, but it does take a little bit of work. And that's what I want to talk about today. And I feel qualified to talk about this subject through the lens of living an organized life because by now you've probably learned that when I say having an organized life, I'm not just talking about having everything labeled on a shelf in a cute container somewhere. But the happy gal in organized life means that you're living a life that feels good. It means that like you feel on top of things, like you have space for the things that you really love to do and that you can feel good about yourself as a person. And so by that definition, an organized life can't exclude how we feel about ourselves, and the way we feel about our bodies because that's such an integral part of the way we experience life. And when a part of our lives isn't working, it's disorganized. Even if that's how we feel about our bodies, if it's not working, it's out of order. It's disorganized. And as an organized person, we solve for that. That's why I'm going to talk about this today, and I hope this is okay I hope it's something that'll benefit you. I think this is a really necessary conversation. I like the timing of it. At the time that this episode publishes, we've got several months, and I think we need that amount of time to really kind of get the right mindset and start doing some things that are going to make us feel better. All right, when we can organize the way we feel about not just swimsuit season, but just summer and shorts and like anything in general. 
any aspect of how it feels to be in your body in the summertime. When we're organizing your life, that means we're going to organize any places that feel sticky or messy. And so today I want to help you organize how you feel when that season is just around the corner. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to say is that we want to add something in to the way that we're taking care of ourselves. I think traditionally what we do is we tell ourselves we need to stop doing something. We need to stop eating so much. We need to stop eating carbs. We need to stop eating sugar. We need to stop drinking soda. We need to stop doing things. A lot of times I think it comes, you know, we think about our diet, but I just don't think this is the right way to approach it. I like to look at it as how can I add something in? Can I add in more water? Can I add in some vitamins? Can I add in more sleep? Can I add in some more protein? Can I add in some movement or some exercise? Now, again, this is not get your hot summer bod. It's not what I'm going for. But I think this is a really important conversation to have because it's one thing to say that you feel great about yourself and that you love yourself, but if your actions don't support that, that's not an alignment. I think it's really important to take care of yourself. I always say physiology comes before psychology. The way we take care of our body matters, and it matters in the way that we think about ourselves. Um, we lo- we want to love our bodies. We, we want to love how we feel, but love is an action word. It's not just something we say. It's not just something we feel. It's also something we do. And so if we're going to love our bodies, it means that our actions are going to reflect that. We're going to do something. But the way that we choose to do something, I think, matters. I think that's really important. I think the traditional way of trying to shame ourselves, limit behavior, change things, stop things, I don't think that works because here we're back to talking about our brain because, you know, life organized the happy gal way. We're all about how mindset meets organization meets productivity. It's just this great synergy that happens when we're talking about mind, when we start focusing on all the things that we should stop doing, what happens? We obsess about it, right? Don't think about a pink elephant. And you just did. That was nowhere on your radar till I said it. But when we tell ourselves to not do something, we start to get that picture in our mind. And there's this whole negative cycle that happens, right? Like I can't have it and willpower works for a minute, but when that runs out and we give in and we do it, then we're really frustrated and we infuse the whole situation with a lot of negative emotion, a lot of negative energy, and then that becomes shameful and we're frustrated with ourselves. And then we resolve we're not going to do it again. And so here we are at the top of the cycle again. We're not going to do it. And around and around we go. And I think we set ourselves up for failure and we say, I'm going to stop. So I'm not, I don't want you to do that. I want you to say, I'm going to start. I'm going to add something in. And it could be any of those things that I listed earlier or whatever comes to mind. What you need to add in is whatever instantly came to your mind or that's been lingering there for a while or that just makes sense as you think through it and just pick one. That's what you need to start doing. I I think one of the best examples I have of that is when I have made an effort to really kind of balance out my proteins and carbs and fats. I don't do it all the time, but when I do that and I know I'm getting that really good nutrition, it's amazing that I automatically eliminate some 
food behaviors that are not positive. In other words, when I add in enough protein and I add in the right carbs and the right fats, I'm so satisfied, so satiated from that that I don't even think about snacking between meals. Sometimes I have a hard time even wanting to eat the next meal because I'm so satisfied, right? So I just think that's a really interesting illustration of what can happen when you start adding things in. When you're giving yourself what you need, when you're creating that balance, it just kind of starts to edge out some of the things that aren't good that we do want to stop doing. But I think that's the right approach. And again, if we look at it through the mindset piece, if you start saying, I'm going to get better sleep, you write it down, you talk about it, you prioritize it, you publicize it, you talk, you know, with your friends, whatever, what are you seeing? More sleep. And so what does your brain start to do? It starts to try to make that possible for you. That's a world of difference than saying, I'm not going to have any carbs or low carbs. I'm not going to have sugar. I'm not going to have treats. Well, and your brain's noticing everywhere that there are treats and you can't have them. Okay. So let's use our brain to our advantage. Let's talk about what we can add in. And I think that's important as we're still a little bit away from swimsuit season or whatever time of year you're listening to this, um, just recognizing that if you give yourself a little bit of time with this, a little bit of self-care, and again, the way you take care of yourself expresses love, it just becomes a lot more sincere and legitimate when you say that you love yourself. You, you can prove it. You've got evidence because it's how you're treating yourself. You're not neglecting yourself. So I think it's important. Okay, so that's one thing we can do when swimsuits around the season is around the corner is add something in. Okay, the second thing I want to suggest, this might be a little unorthodox, but I love this, is to buy something new. I think the majority of my audience are moms. And as a mom, it's really easy to put your kids first in a lot of things. Like think about school clothes. Of course, you're going to get them new shoes. You want them to have good, sturdy shoes. Of course, you're going to get them cute things. You want them to feel good about themselves. Think about summer. They've outgrown their clothes from last year. Their swimsuits worn out. You're going to make sure they have those nice things. There's not a lot of emotion around it. You just, you do it because you love them and you want to take care of them. And then when you think about buying yourself things, maybe this isn't the case for you, but I've found that it is for a lot of my clients. They have a harder time saying yes to themselves. I noticed it with myself. I coach on this and I can still see myself defaulting back to not feeling justified in spending money on myself in different ways and when it comes to buying new clothes. And there's several reasons for that. Maybe you feel like there's not enough to go around. Maybe... You feel like if you spend it on yourself, you're not going to spend it on them. So there's a lot of psychology around that. You know, the other thing I noticed too that I think is worth talking about it again, this is just kind of that uncomfy episode that maybe we want to skip because we're talking about some delicate things. But I have noticed that my clients, myself, friends, sister, whatever, sometimes you don't want to go shopping because you just don't want to try clothes on. Sometimes you don't want to have to look in the mirror, right? You get dressed in your closet. You can throw on what's ever in there. You're not really examining anything. But then we come face to face with it in the dressing room. And sometimes we just want to avoid that. So we just keep wearing the same things that we've worn for summers past. It doesn't feel really great. I think we should buy some new things. 
because I think it feels amazing to feel good and to be excited about what you put on. Have you noticed those mornings when you've got something cute and new to wear, how good you feel, that natural little energy, a little bit more confidence that you feel about yourself? You maybe want to take a little more time getting ready, um, more positive thoughts about yourself. Now, this is not the source of positivity. Like, we get that. This is not where value comes from. But it is a tool that we can use to help us clean some things up and to just give us an extra little boost. And let's take it. I have a sister-in-law who always looks really cute. And I remember one time she said, it's just what you do. You just need to look nice. And I thought, that's just one of her personal rules, right? Like, that's a philosophy that she's adopted that she lives by. And you know what? She does. She Even on days when she's casual, she just looks nice. She has nice things. And it doesn't have to cost a lot. It doesn't have to be the latest and greatest and the trendiest. You can find kind of that price point that works for you. But my challenge right now, we've got several months till summer, skip a couple of times of eating out if you need to, you know, trim a little bit off the grocery budget, do whatever you need to do, find some money and then get yourself something new to wear. One outfit, one cute pair of sandals, a cute swimsuit that you can feel good in this summer. Okay, but do it because I think this is part of feeling put together. And I think living an organized life, feeling good about yourself, it kind of is consistent from the inside and the outside. And again, you get to do you, whatever that looks like, but I want you to feel good. And I really recommend buy yourself something new. Okay, so two things so far. Add something in and buy yourself something new. And then the third one that I just love, something we can start working on right now, is to run the right programs. All right, we're going to talk about our brain here. I love brains. I think they're so cool. I think they're just exactly like our cell phones in the way that they're with us all the time. And you know, with your cell phone, you're just, you download apps all the time. If there's something you care about, you put an app on your phone and all of a sudden it lets you do that thing, right? Like if you love social media, you put social media on your phone, you get to plug in to other people and you get that experience. If you love current events and news and whatever, you can download that. If you love health, you can download my fitness pal or um, steps, things to track your steps, like whatever you're into, you can put programs on your phone to help you experience that, to enhance your experience in that. Our brains are exactly the same way. I want you to think about this. Your brain is like your phone and it's running on a bunch of apps and there's some apps that need to be deleted. There are just some programs running that are not helpful. And I think just we just run into that kind of at the age we start caring about having an organized life, right? Like we've got our home. We maybe have a kid or two. We're not 16 or 18 or 21 anymore. Our bodies look a little different. And what's the problem is that we've got this app downloaded. We've got this program still running that's like, hey, this is what beautiful is. It looks like it did when you were a teenager or even as a teenager, maybe you didn't quite achieve that look. It looks like what you see on social media or whatever, right? It's not a great program. It's not a sustainable program. And it's just a shame to me to think that we run through so many decades of our life on this program that this is what beauty is and it looks a certain way and none of us can live up to it. Even the ones that you would think are living up to it maybe don't see themselves living up to it. It's a bad program. 
I think we should run the right programs. And I want to give you a couple of programs to consider. These are ones I've thought of. I want you to find the ones that work the best for you. But I want you to consider the program that beauty is self-care. Okay, as you think about it, as time goes by, the way you take care of yourself really reflects the way you feel about yourself. And someone that feels really good about themselves have their own kind of beauty. And we have a lot of control over that, right? Like after we've had kids, we might have stretch marks. We don't get a lot of sun, right? There's not as much time for fitness or whatever. Our bodies, sometimes we get sick. Like things just do not do what they used to do. We don't have control over a lot of that, but we do have control over how we take care of ourselves. And we talked about that a little bit, adding something in. But what if we started looking at beauty as self-care. I like that program a lot. Now it's going to take some deprogramming and you're going to realize other people, they don't run on that program. Okay. But it doesn't matter if we can really focus in on where we want to put our attention, that we get to choose the programs we're going to run. And it takes some reinforcement. That's why we're talking about this now, several months ahead of swimsuit season. I like that one. Beauty is self-care. All right. Here's one. Confidence is how we talk and think about ourselves. All right, this could be a podcast episode all on its own. All right, but just itty bitty for just a minute. Notice the ways that you think about yourself. And these thoughts are maybe even unconscious, but what are the little jabs that you give yourself on a daily basis? You know, my thighs are too big or... Um, you know, I don't like the way this, this looks, or I, I wish I could lose weight or whatever, right? That is going to add up. It's going to accumulate and it's going to manifest when it's time to show a little more skin in the summer. And I just think that's too bad because does it detract from what we experience at the barbecue or at the pool or at the zoo or on in the park or whatever it is that you're doing? Yeah, it does. And I think that's really sad. Because we have as much right as anybody to enjoy the sunshine and the family and the sun on our skin and all of the things. And we knew how to do it when we were a kid. Unfortunately, society is really good at programming some of these things into our brain. We need to get this clutter out. It's clutter. We need to organize it. All right. So confidence is about how we talk and think about ourselves. Start looking at the ways that you voice those thoughts. Kind of in humor, whatever kind of with your friends as you commiserate about kind of some things, let's not do it. Mm -mm. That let's let send that program, that app, let's delete it. Okay. Let's implement or install confidence is how we talk and think about ourselves because you can do that. You have control about that. And it's truth because it adds up into feeling better about yourself. Okay. One more. Just see what you think about this. Body image is feeling gratitude for all that our bodies do for us. Positive body image, that's kind of a catchphrase, a hot topic. How do we get one? I don't know. You know, it's this delicate balance of taking care of ourselves and getting results and whatever. Like, I don't really love thinking about body image that way. All right. What if we could think of body image the way we see our bodies is through the lens of gratitude for all that it does for us. I like that a lot better. What do you think? Okay, we have some runway here, right? And that's good because I think making some shifts into this, it can take a little bit of time. 
But when swimsuit season is around the corner, you can do nothing. You can just kind of pretend it's not going to happen and then hide in pictures and not go to certain things because you don't feel great about it and and really dread getting dressed every day because you don't like what's in your closet and you don't like how it fits and all of that. And that's that's fine if if that's what you want to do. But I feel like an organized life is a life that we show up in and we get rid of the hard kinds of clutter. You know, not just what's on our counter, but what's in our brain and what's in our eyes as we look at ourselves and the way we treat ourselves. So when swimsuits around the corner, can you add something in? Can you buy something new? And can you run some new programs? Specifically, beauty is self-care. Confidence is how we talk and think about ourselves. And body image is feeling gratitude for all our bodies do for us. Or another program that really resonates with you, which I would love to hear about. So be sure to let me know. Again, Instagram's a really great place. Um, so find me at JL the Happy Gal and, and let me know what you think if you found another program that you'd like to run. Would love to see a review in the show no- in the episode. Um, so leave a review. Let me know what you think about this. Um, another great place that we can communicate. I'm just glad that you're here. I think it's really great that we get to hang out like this. Um, podcasting, hands down, has been my favorite part of my business. I love the chance to have these conversations. I hope this is helpful for you today. Again, not necessarily what you'd expect when you think about getting organized, but I'm not afraid to go here because I really want to help you organize kind of those dark corners of your life that matter. Let's shine a flashlight there. Let's get some things cleaned up. Let's get things put in order so that you can be happy and you can live a life you love. All right, that's what we got for today. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. 